0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's another episode of the SmackDown Study. It's Friday. You know what that means. It is your SmackDown Study for February the 5th, 2021. The first show post the Royal Rumble, and SmackDown has regained its footing after a less than stellar go-home show into the Rumble so my time was a lot better tonight. <laughs> so. Very. Uh, just trying to find the word for it. It's just it's nice to to know that the last Friday show was just a fluke that, you know, it's back on its good graces and uh, just get right into the show. So naturally, as the show has been doing lately, it opens up with our tribal chief, the universal champion, Roman Reigns, with his special counsel, Paul Heyman and main event, Jey Uso, flanking his side. Roman basically, once he gets into the ring, just says that, you know, he's the head of the table and he doesn't want to wait. So he demands Edge tell him that. He is the champion of choice to acknowledge him, to call him Trap Chief, and basically gives him till the end of the show to make up his mind. So we'll see what happens. We then jump right into our opening contest. It is a feud that just doesn't seem to want to die, which I guess is okay for longevity's sake. (laughs) Uh, Dominic Mysterio with his father, Ray. Um, by his side, taking on Baron Corbin. But Corbin getting the jump uh, on both the Mysterios before the match starts, uh, even taking Ray and throwing him into the light area on the side, and Ray seemed to have tweaked his knee. Uh, It took him quite a while to get to ringside. Um, Corbin pretty much had his way of the match for pretty much the majority of it until... Ray was able to get underneath the rope or underneath the ring. I should say <clears throat> and while Corbin and Dominic were fighting on the apron, Ray was able to hold on to Corbin's leg and Dominic was able to hit the 619. Corbin rolls back into the ring and then gets hit with the frog splash off the top rope. Dominic picking up the victory. So boys doing their best. Um, Eddie Guerrero. And they get one up on the king. So it looks like this feud is still not over yet. <laughs> uh, up next, uh, which I believe, I even tweeted it when I first saw it. I said, sure, well, this will be the match of the night. And I believe it was. Daniel Bryan and Cesaro going at it one-on-one. And I love what they're doing. Uh, with Cesaro and Shinsuke lately, Cesaro gets Daniel Bryan to tap out tonight. Now that's that's huge. Number one, number two, I have a good feeling that Daniel Bryan was probably behind this. I know he's been doing a lot of producing in the back lately and learning the you know the ways to call shows and matches and whatnot. So I like the fact that Daniel's being used in. a a role where he's helping superstars who are over but management probably doesn't think they're over enough and daniel is able to make them look even better so kudos bravo daniel thank you we appreciate it and you're both making you're making both Nakamura and cesaro look incredible and i really appreciate it so after that we got a match next that i didn't know that i needed in my life until it happened bailey versus ruby riot with Liv morgan also at ringside and billy k everybody's favorite resume giver was on commentary um match was match was great um i love the fact that they are or Bailey was able to try to continue to work on Ruby's shoulder, because obviously people who know anything about Ruby Riot, she's had multiple shoulder surgeries on both shoulders. So Bailey being a great heel attacking, you know, a weak spot. Um so Billy at the end tries to get involved to try to help out Ruby. Um Obviously, the plan fails. Ruby ends up, unfortunately, taking the loss. But I'm excited. I hope this turns into something. Or even if it turns into the Riot Squad, you know, taking out Billy Kay. I don't know. I don't know at this point. (laughs) Um, But up next, we got Bianca Belair. Uh, She had an interview in the back. And she was asked... Uh, what her plans were for who she was going to pick for her challenge, uh, challenger, Archer, who which champion she would choose. I apologize uh, at WrestleMania, and Bianca was saying, "Well, I mean, a lot of people give me advice, stating that you know I should wait to take you know, to make my pick and see you know who's the best option for me, but you know if I listened to everybody else's advice before, I wouldn't be where I am today." So she says to expect her decision sooner rather than later. Well, she then ended up on her way to the ring um, to basically, you know, talk about the Rumble win and kind of start putting the pieces together on who she was going to choose to be her WrestleMania opponent. Unfortunately, both Reginald and Carmella come out to the ring Reginald uh, pretty much telling Bianca that she'd be uh, smart to go over to Raw to take on Asuka because there's no way that she's going to beat Sasha. And he's like, hell, you can't even beat Carmella. And I'm just like, does so? Oh, some fighting words. I'm glad that Reginald's getting more of a speaking role in WWE, in WWE but he needs to be careful. As he finds out by the time this whole thing ends um, with uh, Bianca whipping the ever-living snot out of him with her hair, which we haven't seen in a long time, so that was a nice uh, nice callback. But before all that, Sasha herself comes out, basically tells Bianca that if you're going to choose me, choose me. I think you have it all. The only thing you don't have is the SmackDown Women's Championship. So uh, it's there. I'm ready for this match. It's going to be probably one for the ages. It might even be the best women's match we ever see. And that's saying a lot. But these two are both incredibly talented. They're both still young. So this is, this is going to be some good stuff. But, you know, let's just hope that it happens. That's all I have to say about that for now. Up next, we moved on to some tag team action as the Alpha Academy, Otis, and Chad Gable took on the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions with their new theme music, Dirty Dogs, consisting of Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Now, a lot of people are not too pleased with the new theme song for the Dirty Dogs, a lot of people thinking that both, you know, Rude's glorious song and Ziggler's theme is gone. You don't know that, but if that's the case, they both had great runs. Um, so I, especially for Glorious, I appreciate them both. Um, as for the new tag song itself, I need more time with it. I got to listen to it more. you're got to let it marinate, see how it feels. So I reserve judgment for now. Um, the match itself was great. The main problem I had here, unfortunately, were the Street Profits. They essentially hijacked commentary for this match and just would not stop talking. They didn't let the match breathe. They just completely suffocated it. And it just normally i love myself some street profit stuff but this was too much they need to turn it down a lot (laughs) um because all i could hear was them i couldn't hear the match i couldn't see the match really it was just listening to street profits going off and it's just they needed to tone it down just a bit so hopefully that's the one and only time we see it and If we're going to have Street Profits involved, just let him be down at the ring. Just, I know Ford's still injured, but still. After that, uh, Dirty Dogs ended up getting the victory, by the way. We uh, had an interesting moment. Now, it is February, Black History Month. And WWE is normally really good about, you know, showing the best of you know the African American wrestlers and honoring them every show throughout the month but today was also the 33rd anniversary of the rematch on the main event with Hulk Hogan defending his WWF championship versus Andre the Giant <clears throat> this was the match where Andre and Ted DiBiase found a twin, Earl Hedner, made him the ref for the match, so he would count to three even though Hogan's shoulder did get off the mat. Huge controversy back in the day. I get it. It's fine. But the problem I have with this is that you bring Hogan on the show, even in a videotaped segment, during Black History Month. Could we be any more tone deaf guys? I mean, seriously, come on. You're better than this. <sighs> After that, <clears throat> we shift gears and go to our triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Big E defending against both Sami Zayn and Apollo. Outstanding match. Love this finish. So Sami hits the Haluva kick on Big E. Then him and Apollo fight to the outside. Apollo picks him up and just, just eats him into the time uh, time uh, keeper's area. Sammy's done. Apollo then notices Biggie still down at the ring, slides into the ring and basically just goes directly into a big ending. And Biggie gets the pin. Now I don't know if Biggie was playing possum or it just flowed so well <laughs> um biggie celebrating after the match and the way that apollo was eyeballing him from behind i was like are we going to is he going to attack him is this going to be the heel turn but apollo rolls out of the ring and, and moves on so i'm just like all right i still feel that the heel turn is coming but when it's going to happen, I'm not sure yet. After that, we then went to our main event. Well, that was, I think that was the wrestling main event. We went to our final main event segment. It was Edge coming out to the ring. Roman had his ultimatum made, uh, given at the beginning of the show. Needed to know what Edge wanted to do, uh, whose Edge's choice was going to be. <clears throat> Edge's in the ring for maybe a half a minute before Roman, Jay, and Paul come out. They all get in the ring. Edge basically just looks at Roman and goes, oh, you had to bring out backup." Basically just punking him out. It was mind games, it was just starting. It's very tough to get one over on Edge. You can ask Randy when it came to the Rumble. Uh, Didn't work out so well for him. It's not going to work out so well for Roman either if he doesn't watch himself. So Roman pretty much dismisses Jay, tells him to go to the bus. Paul gets out of the ring as well, kind of just stands on the top of the apron. Walks up to Edge, basically says the same thing regurgitated in the beginning of the show, that he wants Edge to, you know, say his name acknowledge him as champion of choice etc 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 and edge just looks at him and just smiles and then camera backs up somebody turns around roman reigns it's our everybody's hero k.o. drops a stunner on him k.o. walks out of the ring walks to the back and edge just smiles at roman as he leaves the ring and we leave our tribal chief laid out as the show ends. So I'm excited for all these mind games that are just started to be played. You have to remember, and I had actually forgotten, we still have a pay per view this month in elimination chamber that's on the 21st. Then you have fast lane in mid-March, mid, uh, mid uh, March. my God, <laughs> and then WrestleMania just a few weeks after that. So a lot could happen between now and then. So I don't know when Edge is going to make his decision. I don't know when Bianca is going to make hers. Either way, I'm excited. It keeps you coming back for more. So uh, we'll see. we'll see who their picks are going to end up being. But as for this show, we are done, guys. Smackdown, like I said, good bounce back. I'd probably give it a good solid B. Um, and like I said, if you guys don't follow us, if you don't follow us already, please do follow us on Twitter at media underscore bedlam. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube as Bedlam Media, and on Instagram as Bedlam Media Official. You can find us pretty much on all podcasting platforms. Um, if we're not a part of one that you guys listen to. Just let us know. We'll do our best to try to get on there. That way, during your one-stop shopping for all your podcast needs, you can uh, listen to a little bit uh, a little bit of Bedlam while you're uh, drinking your coffee in the morning. Uh, again, my name is Scott. I am the man behind the Twitter of Bedlam Media. Uh, you can find me on pretty much everything uh, under Scotty J Stream. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We really do appreciate you. It was a ridiculous day today. We got well over 130 downloads. Um, I think it's our 400 plus day downloads. download day. You guys are the best. Without you guys, we wouldn't be able to. We wouldn't be doing this, to be honest with you. Um, so we really appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys for getting involved and tweeting with us and commenting on our stuff. And you guys are just... We really do appreciate you guys so much. So I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. And uh, most importantly, don't forget to join the Bedlam. Good night.